Now, back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here at Chester T. High, once again getting ready for game two of our doubleheader. Joe Gay is back to me with a recapping game number one. Let me pull my handle down here. Lady Red Raiders, you had Lily Pittman, Carly Brown, Avery Bailey, all with two points. Janai Borders, the big girl in the middle, she only had one point on the night. That was a significant thing to hold her to only one. She got in foul trouble early and then hurt her leg, but only holding one point. Four points by Jordan Hall, eight points by Sarah Blackman and Addie Fitzpatrick. 16 by Jordan Jones, number one tonight. Um, and they were 11 of 16 from the free throw line with six three-pointers, four there in the second half when they were trading them back and forth with the Lady Bears. For Cassie Scott's team, you had Emory Jones with two, three from Emma Reynolds she on, on her three-point shot. Caitlin Cook with four. Allie Wilson with six, seven for Audrey Graham, nine by Bristol Kirsch, 11 by Brooklyn Phillips, five by Carson DeMars, 12 from Claire Carlson, who lit it up from three points. I think she went up with four tonight. Uh, they had five overall, and they were five of 12 from the free throw line this evening. Score, yeah, go ahead. score from the other side, Mike. I don't know if you told it before. The North Hall is out of the tournament now. Walnut Grove. Beats them in the second time in two weeks, or second time in a week now, as they win 68 to 46 in the game on the south side. So North Hall will be heading home. Their season comes to a close. That means Walnut Grove will play, hopefully, Chesapeake coming up on Thursday at 4 o'clock from North Oak County, Joe. That's what uh, we're hoping for. And uh, you got uh, North Oak County and East Forsyth playing the next game down there, and our next game, of course, is Chester T and Cedar Shoals. I think the keys for this game is, is, is number one, I think that Coach uh, uh, Sutton Shirley's team has to stay out of foul trouble. I think that's big, and he needs to stay out of foul trouble. All right, you got that, and then I think whatever what they need to do is Riley Black needs to have a good game. With all the supporting cast, Sierra Yarborough, Addison Boyd, Blakely Boyd, Caroline Bull, Peyton Cable. You know, if Peyton gets hot from outside and inside tonight, she, you know, she's new for one of those two. So uh, she might get loose on it to never can tell. For Cedar Shoals, you never can tell. that Cam Brown, she's a junior. She's played pretty good for them. Ty Thompson, a junior. Lanai Faust is kind of the leader. She's a senior. Uh, they'll see how they do tonight. They've got a freshman play, and I was talking to the coach getting their starters a minute ago. They've got another addition onto the team. They had to move a, a JV player up or two JV players up. They've got three of the regular players are out right now with injury. So, you know, they, they're they're kind of in the injury mode as a lot of teams are this time of year. Yep, and with that, Joe, you heard from Coach Sutton Shirley at halftime of our first game. He was saying the game plan is going to be on offense for the Lady War Eagles is to go into the paint first, and then if you kick it out, to get a, a set three, you want to do that. Of course, you want to let Riley Black do what she does mm-hmm. and, and see what she can do here in uh, the game here at home. And that's always great play here at the Lincoln Trail Center. But then, you see, if you get into the paint, and you and I talked about that from the Lumpkin County girls 
winning the state championship a couple of years ago and then finishing second in state last year. Coach David Dowstall, man, here's the same philosophy as Sutton Shirley. You go inside to the paint first, then you kick it out if you can. If not, you're going to have somebody available by Peyton Cable there yep. on the baseline there. Mm-hmm. You can get Peyton. If you can get Caroline Bull, then Riley all together, and then you'll have the other girls contributing also. And think about on defense, you've got to stop the quickness of Cedar Shoals mm-hmm. have anything to do offensively for them. Exactly. The quickness for Cedar Shoals is a big thing, and you and I have talked about that. The Cedar Shoals, the team we just saw, excuse me, from Madison County, the, uh, the south side of this region, extremely quick players. Uh, I think that the north side has more talented players, and I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I just think we've got better shooters up here, you know, some better rebounders. But I tell you what, that little little uh, uh, hall girl uh-huh. from Madison County, and she's just a sophomore. Oh my goodness! Or junior. Oh my goodness! You know she can go up and down the floor. She's only about five foot tall. Uh, you lose her in the crowd out there. She just she's really really quick and can fly up and down the floor. But Joe, have you seen the difference in the teams from the South Sub region this year mm-hmm. compared to last year? They yeah. have made a great move up yeah, exactly. in progression. I agree that you know the ones on the South team last year it, it was it, it was always 15, 20 point or uh, more difference and it's uh, they've really progressed this year playing better north oconee probably the biggest surprise of all of them yes they were good last year but man they're really good this year they yep. were the number one team on the south side they played some teams really strong you know and they've got some uh, some good athletes down there north oconee they might have been practicing with the guys since the guys yeah. are the number one seed too but, but you remember seeing north oconee last year yeah and it was like they were not that good but mm-hmm. you see how much they have improved this year yeah Exactly. They, they've gotten a lot better this year. They play well. You know, I think. I mean, North- beating Walnut Grove, for example, to finish number two in, in that sub region. Something right there, Joe. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, I think it, uh, tonight's game ought to be a pretty good one. Cedar Shoals has had to play all those team, teams over there twice and all the teams over here once. So they've t- taken their their knocks around, if you will, their bruises from the, the other side. So let's see how they fare tonight against uh, the homestanding Chester T. Lady War Eagles. Again, the two teams played last Tuesday in Athens with mm-hmm. Cherokee Bluff with a big win yep. over the Lady Jaguars. And then we'll see what happens now. We're going to take one more time out. We're back in one minute with the strike lineups and the tip-off of a nice game between Chesapeake and Cedar Shoals in the region's eight-quad-A basketball tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Now we get ready for our second ball game. Your home team here, 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. We say go War Eagle as we get ready for the starting lineups of tonight's game. Thank you, Mike. Get the picture, folks. Uh, Cedar Shoals in a black uniform or a very dark navy blue trimmed in their traditional orange and royal blue with Jaguars on the front in orange and the numbers in orange, Michael. 
Cedar Shoals as the number four seed from the south side. They'll start at junior. Number two, Cam Brown. A junior, number four, Ty Thompson. A senior, number 10, Lania Faust. A junior, number 11, Giselle Maxwell. And a freshman, number 24, Kayla Harris. For Sutton Shirley's Lady War Eagles, number one seed on the north side. Won the region this year. The Lady War Eagles all in white, maroon, trimmed in black uniforms. They'll start a senior, number one, Sierra Yarbrough. <coughs> a junior, number two, Addison Boyd. A junior, number five, Caroline Bull. A junior, number 11, Peyton Cable. And a senior, number 15, Riley Black. Riley averaging 22 points and 12 rebounds a game. Peyton, seven points a game. Caroline Bull, 11 points a game. Addison Boyd, five points a game. Sierra Yarbrough, two points a game. <coughs> Excuse me. Blakely Boyd, Jemiah Weaver, averaging four points each per game this season. I'd take a break for a second. We'll get ready for the starting lineups here. You, you mentioned Weaver, the job she could do. I think defense would be a big thing also yep. for the Lady War Eagles. You mentioned the Boyd sisters. If they can get going from outside, also, again, defense, that's what wins championships. And you'll see the Lady War Eagles here go full court pressure and from the very tip of this ball game, and then see what happens. And it could be a special thing happen this evening with Riley Black. So stay tuned. Let's see what happens. And now the, you hear the crowd. About half full, almost three-quarters full on the far side with the Chester team. Fans, see some. There is Coach uh, Josh Travis on the far side route. I guess watching the first game tonight and he'll stay and watch the basket of the game in the second one. Handful of folks here from Cedar Shoals tonight, mainly sitting behind their bench. And we'll see Coach Josh Travis tomorrow. We'll be at Cherokee Bluff, Joe and I, to bring you the second-round boys games from Cherokee Bluff tomorrow. Starting at 5.45, the pregame show. Tip will be at 6 p.m., our first ball game between Madison County and North Hall, followed by Cherokee Bluff and Walnut Grove tomorrow night. Number 11, Giselle Maxwell, the junior, will jump it up for Senior Shoals. She'll go against Sierra Yarborough for Chesty. Referee will toot his whistle, you'll hear in a second. There it is. He'll step in. Make sure they're ready. Good toss. Tip back. And Cedar Shoals comes away with it. Lanaya Faust has it. Faust goes down low to Maxwell. Maxwell trying to get a shot off. Can't do it. Goes back to Brown. Brown three-pointer. No good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley going to go coast to coast. She's going to take it all the way. First shot of the game is no good. Rebound in there by Peyton Cable. Good. The offensive rebound and stuck it right back in over the top of the front of the rim. One of my favorite stats, the offensive rebound getting that second chance. 2-0. Early lead for the Lady War Eagles. They go almost tipped away, and it's stolen. Good job by Addison Boy. She gets it over to Riley. Riley comes up the left side behind the back. She's going to go towards the basket again. She pulls it back out to to Addison. Addison goes in the corner to Caroline. Caroline Bull going to take it all the way. She left her open, and they got fouled. 
Gentlemen, the last time you and I were here, the Warriors got up to a huge first quarter. Yep. They got a big lead over Cedar Shills back on Tuesday last week. Mm -hmm. That's their plan this evening. Well, and right there, Lanaya Faust stepped in. Caroline had enough of an opening in there, Mike, where she was able to step through, take two hard dribbles, go to the basket. Lanaya came out and fouled or bumped her enough to force her to the foul, and that's the first free throw by Caroline Bull is good. Now, what I'd love to see is a fan 100% from the free throw line for the Lady oh, Warriors. Wouldn't you, though? Evans to Betsy after seeing that 13 for 32 last week or whatever it was. That free throw is no good. That went you 100%. But number 24, Kayla Harris comes down with a rebound. They'll bring it up under the pressure from the Lady War Eagles. And bring it up. That's going to be number 10, Faust. Gives it back over in the travel call on 24. Kayla Harris on the far side. She wanted to take off running before she uh, put the ball on the, basket, on the floor. Remember the defense I told you about they're going to try to accomplish here in this first quarter, especially with yep. full court pressure. They come out with a 1-2-2 two, two pressure. And a trap on the corner. Trying to do that, get the cable back to Riley Black. No, Peyton kept it herself. Caroline for three off the rim, no good. Riley Black with the board. Riley goes up, good, from about a foot in front, knocks it down. And the one difference last week, he said Caroline got that first three-pointer and went contagious. Yeah, five nothing stolen by Peyton Cable. Peyton and a foul on number 10. She didn't think it was. Lanaya Faust has two on Lanaya, and now they've got to come in with number 12, Jalicia Latimer. Jalicia will come in for, now we've got a timeout, 30-second timeout. And then I think Cedars, or excuse me, Cherokee Chastity took the timeout. So we're here in game number two, recapping some of the scores around the area today. It is the first day of the week when it comes to region play at the Region 7 AAA tournament at Pickens' first-round boys play. It was Dawson County upsetting Wesleyan to advance on to the Semifinals on Thursday at Lumpkin County in that region and advance on to the state playoffs. Lumpkin County's boys have beaten White County to advance on to the semifinals, also to the state playoffs next week. Mm -hmm. A lot of basketball going on. If you're not a basketball fan this time of year, something's wrong with you. This is the most fun time of the year, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Addison Boyd throws it in the back court to Riley Black. Riley brings it in the front court on the right wing now. Goes to the screen by Cable. Way outside Caroline. Caroline to Riley. Riley, right wing, guarded by Maxwell. Good block by Cable. A good, uh, oh, going to be a travel on Riley Black. Don't see that very often. She got the screen by Peyton and went by, and she took an extra little slide there going to the basket. 5 nothing to score, 6.20 left in the first quarter. They get it up to number four. That's Ty Thompson, and it's going to be off of the Lady War Eagles and will be Cedar Shoals basketball. Cam Brown will take it out on the corner for Cedar Shoals. They throw it in in the corner to Latimer. Latimer goes in. She travels with the basketball. She goes in. She came, stopped, picked one foot up, set it down, and it hopped. And that was the turnover on Cedar Shoals. They'll come the other direction. Addison Boyd with the basketball. Good screen by Caroline. Left-handed pass to Caroline. Caroline Riley Black. Riley with a wave up front. Goes between the legs. Riley goes to the basket. Lost control. Good defense right there by Cedar Shoals. They kick it outside to Caroline for three. Good. There Caroline, it is. Caroline Bull, first three from the left wing. Knocked it down. And we call it Bullseye. Knocked away by Yarborough. Yarborough over the top to the Caroline for a layup. Good. Five in a hurry. There's 10 to nothing is your score. Cedar Shoals with the basketball. 
We get over to this side to Cam Brown. Cam back over the far side to Latimer. Latimer back to Brown, near side. They come in the front court, and they lost control of it. Peyton Cable comes away, gives it off to Riley. Riley being hounded down the court by Thompson. Shot down on, by Riley on the far side, no good. Rebound on that far end down there. By number 24, Harris. Harris comes all the way up. She's going to go all the way to the rack, and she gets fouled, I think, by Riley. It might have been by Addison as she comes in for the layup. It's the first time they didn't get back, Joe, mm -hmm. and they commit the foul. Addison Boyd with a foul, and... Good job by Kayla Harris to get back there and just kind of weave in and out and take it to the, to the hole to try and get a shot off. She got the shot off, missed it, but she'll go line for two. First one's good, nothing but net on the first one. There's their full first point of the game at 5-11. Now Jemiah Weaver comes into the game for Sierra Yarbrough. See what Jemiah can do with her quickness and size and their length. Second free throw is good by Harris. 10-2 your score, 5-11 here in the first quarter. They'll bring it up. Riley Black has it right in the middle. Gives it to Caroline Boyle. Caroline will dribble with the left hand. She'll try to toss it out this side. Good defense right there by Brown. She tipped it and stole it. Gives it over to this side to Latimer. Latimer gives it back to Brown. Brown takes it in. Uh, goes up over the top shot. No good. Rebounded by Riley. Riley will dribble up the near. Right in the middle. She'll take it in the middle. Shoots it from about eight feet. No good, but a foul call. Again, as Coach Shirley said, she... Goes into the paint every time down court. Seems. Maxwell created, committed the foul as Riley took it in. She was challenged by two dark jerseys, and Giselle committed the foul. I sorry, I do not have the name for Cedar Shoals coach, but she's giving instructions to her players as hard as she can. Riley bit the line for two. The first one's good. Back rim and net. 11 to your score. 4:45. Trying to make it 10 again. Their biggest lead has been 10. It's nine. And that's 10, 12 to 2 now, 445. They throw it in. Latimer has the basketball, gives it back to Brown, right in the middle now. That's going to be a travel violation on number 11, Maxwell. Blakely Boy now will come in the game. Blakely will come in for Riley Black. Caroline Bull will throw it in. She'll throw it into Addison Boyd. And Addison will bring it into the front court, 439 left in the quarter. Addison looks. Golden's got her hand kind of upside down, like, okay, y'all got to move. Addison comes to Caroline on the near side. Caroline thought about going baseline, comes back outside to Addison with 23. Goes to Peyton. Good back door to Jamal Lamp. Good. <laughs> Coach, I looked down at Coach Sutton, and he got all excited on that one and jumped up and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the combination with Weaver and Cable. Nice back door. We got a full timeout by Cedar Show. We're back at one minute from Chester T. High on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue. 
The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Chesapeake is off to a fast start here in their semifinal game. Largest point, largest point spread of the half, or yep, in the quarter, 14 to two, 410 left in the second period. Am I right? No, it's still first. First, period, it's wow. just got started, buddy. Still the one. Okay. <laughs> Seems like we've been playing a while. How about that? Oh, missed the shot. That was uh, Ty Thompson, and then number 11, Maxwell, got the offensive rebound. Fouls on number 23, Jemiah Weaver, her first, and Maxwell be at the line. To shoot two. Looks like um, that's Riley fixing to check back in. Beautiful. First free throw's no good. Riley will come in the game. We got great, great vantage point. We're sitting about four rows up behind, right behind the score table here at Chester T. They're always very accommodating. Stephen McIntyre, Dave Bishop, the crew here at Chester T. High taking care of us. <coughs> Second shot. Uh, Maxwell's up and good. 14 to 3. Caroline Bull brings it in the front court, gets to Riley. Riley Black, far side back to Caroline. Caroline Bull back to Riley Black on the near side. Riley takes it towards the middle. She's going to go all the way up, right hand layup, good. First points of the night by Riley Black. She just goes all the way in with a left hand and comes, make sure she's got enough. Room there and throws the layup up for the right hand. Jamal Weaver steps in, intercepts a pass. The left hander brings it all the way up. She's fouled as she brings it hard into the front court by Kayla Harris. And that's what Weaver can do get the interception there, get the turnover, and bring it down court, get a foul. Messiah Phillips, number 14, a sophomore, comes back in the game. She's going to come in for Latimer. Riley's going to throw it in. Jamal, wide open. Oh, she missed the layup. She got her own rebound. Goes up and a tied up between her and Maxwell. And it'll be a hell ball. And Moxie, Mox smiling out of the corner of my eye. I think he's looking down here at Coach Shirley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listening to him. <laughs> they tried to go inside to Addison. Or, excuse me, Sierra. Sierra walked with the ball before she got the shot off. But now you got the two seniors back in the court together, which you like to see. Right. and Black. Excuse me, Mike Cam Brown brings it up for Sierra uh, for Cedar Shoals. Excuse me, goes off over to Ty Thompson. Thompson goes over, tries to take it in. She pulls it back out, gives it over to Harris. Harris it goes in for a shot, and she'll be fouled. And that free foul is going to be on number 23, Jemiah Weaver. Weaver with her second foul. And I always remember Jarvis we were playing here when he committed mm -hmm. fouls. Well, always my every time every time she commits a foul, I think about Jarvis. <laughs> Harris with the free throw. First one's good. Peyton Cable will step back in. She's gonna come in for Jemiah. Jemiah with two fouls. Peyton will come back in. <clears throat> Three twelve in the quarter now. First quarter that is. 16-14, 16 14, 16, or 16 to 4. 16 to 4 now, 16-5. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen. Getting ahead of myself. Hopefully it won't be 16-15. Caroline Bull with the ball. Good screen right out there by Blakely. She's going to go in. Oh, nice pass over to Peyton. She got hammered. No foul call if they go the other direction. Cedar Shoals brings it up. That's going to be Phillips. Phillips 
gives it over to Harris. Harris comes over here and gives it to Thompson. Thompson, top of the key between the circles. Thompson gives it back over to Harris. Harris with the basketball stolen. Stolen right there by Riley Black. Riley's going to take it all the way in. Jump stop, shot good, and one. Well, that was an unnecessary foul to Proceeders Jones. Yep. She just she come to a jump stop, and when she went up, Harris went with her and committed the foul. And Riley's really good at that. Instead of trying to stretch out and maybe lay it up, she'll come to a jump stop, then go up with all her body. That way she's got good control of the basketball, and it can't get knocked away. The free throw's good to complete the old-fashioned three. 19-5, your score with 2.39 in the first quarter. 14-point lead. Ties the largest to the That's going to be a travel violation by Harris. Mike, they're overcommitting because they take that long step and then it'll drag that back pivot foot a good, you know, 6 to 12 inches, and it's an obvious walk. They just need to take a shorter step on that on their last step down there. Riley Black with a basketball. Nice crossover dribble. Riley off the backboard. Good. Shot that one just outside the low block. Got it to go. That 1-2-2 two, two pressure. They go in the middle. They get it to Harris. Harris going to try and take it all the way in. She does. Goes up for the layup. No good. Rebound. That's going to be by Blakely, boy. Blakely gives it to Riley. Riley with 210. Blakely, or excuse me, Riley. She goes all the way. The hoop goes up. Kind of got deflected right there by Maxwell. Riley got the rebound. Went up. Good. And one. And again, she'll go to the line to convert the three-point play. And again, everything revolves around Black. Kayla Harris with her second. Uh, Jalicia Latimer will come back in the game. Um, I think she came in for, she might have come in for Giselle that time, I'm not sure. Riley Black completes the three-point play for the second time. 24-5, a 19-point lead, largest of the game for the Lady War Eagles. Latimer with a basketball. The left-hander dribbles, gives it over here to Thompson. Thompson tries to take it, shoots it from 17. Good! Just inside the arc and knocked down the jumper. 24 to 7, 145. They go in a hurry. Get it to Sierra. Sierra drives Reyes Brown. A little short jumper from three feet out. Nice job by Sierra Yarborough. The senior knocks it down. Averaging two, so she's got her average now. She gets to get, get about eight or ten more tonight. They go in the corner, get it off to Thompson. Excuse me, that was Brown. And Brown was able to get a shot from the baseline. 26 to 9, 17 point lead now. Riley Black with 118. Riley, crossover dribble way out front against Thompson. She's going to go back out to Addison or Blakely. Blakely throws one up. Floater, no good. Rebounded by Maxwell. Maxwell gives it over to Latimer. Latimer to Thompson. No good. Rebounded by number two, Addison Boyd. They go to Blakely Boyd. Blakely's fouled as she goes to the basket by number 14, Phillips. And get good pass to get to Blakely. Fouls on Messiah Phillips, her first. The team, well, they're over the limit, so she'll take two. She was fouled in the act of shooting anyway, was Blakely Boyd. The first free throw's good. Now you've got number 21, Pariah Butler coming in. Number 10, Lanaya Faust coming back in the game. And Sierra Yarbrough comes out and. Hernandez coming in. Yep, Hernandez coming. Thank you, Mike. Hernandez, Miranda, a sophomore comes in the game. Second free throw is good by Blakely Boyd. They throw it in. Cedar Shoals does. Cedar bringing it up. That's number 10, Lanaya Faust with the basketball. Faust double teamed on the far side. She tried to get get away, get out of the double team. Now she throws it way downhill on the far side. 
to Phillips, who shot a two. No good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley will sprint it down the far side. Riley going to go coast to coast. Left-handed layup. Good. And one. Again, with the left hand, it's so smooth. Fouls on the 14. Messiah Phillips, that's her second. Riley at the line trying to complete her old, the old-fashioned three for the third time, Michael. Absolutely going to say the same thing, Joe. Riley at the line. Sierra will come in for her if she hits it. She does. Sierra will come in the game. Again, Riley heading to West Georgia. Well, she'll play for the Lady Wolves and looking to be a doctor in the future. Sierra. Dr. Riley Black. Yep. Sierra heading to Georgia Southern, where she's going to be a teacher and probably a coach in the future. I wouldn't doubt it. Faust with the basketball. Goes over there to Thompson. Thompson shot a short two. No good. Rebounded by Blakely Boyd. Blakely comes up this side, and she's bumped out of bounds by number four, Ty Thompson. Thompson doesn't understand it. Number 10 kind of holds her hands up like that. What do you? We didn't do that. So, well, if you bump her out of bounds, it's going to be a foul. Well, you can see it as well as I can. The blind guy here say so you can tell the official associations over there, they're used to this kind of stuff happening. Yeah, Joe. A little, little, little bunny hop to that right there. They're, they're used to it. They're used to the AAU ball, and, and it's, uh-huh. it's not high school basketball. First free throw by Blakely Boyd is good. And now Caroline Bull is going to come in for Addison, Addison Boyd. And Blakely will shoot the second of two. And I think the official – as uh, was coming over here telling the coach that, hey, your number 10, the second one's good. Your number 10 needs to chill out. She's over here fussing about everything. So we'll see what happens there. Faust brings it up in a hurry. Faust guarded by Hernandez way out front. Hernandez will irritate you, that's for sure. Hernandez irritated enough. The shot was no good. Comes down between Addison Boyd and Faust. And it will be Cedar Shoals basketball with 8.7. Riley Black will come back in the game. Farrell goes to Cedar Shoals and one. One word Joe I can think about, you just mentioned about, is accountability. Yep. Riley Black comes in for Hernandez. They throw it inside to Thompson. Thompson's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebounded on the far side by Cable with four. Three. Riley has it. Crossover dribble with one. She'll shoot a three. Short. 33-9 to nine after one. And we're back in the second quarter. You're tuned to the Region 8 Quad A Basketball Playoffs on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. It's time now to start the second quarter. A great first quarter for the Lady War Eagles. 33 big points in the first quarter, Mike. And they held Cedar Shoals to seven. They've corrected that. It's 33 to seven after one quarter getting the some substitutions squared away out there for Cedar Shoals. Kariah Butler on the floor. 
Faust on the floor. Ty Thompson on the floor. Starters looks like back in the game. Cable gives off to Caroline as they weave at the top. Caroline gives it in the corner to Riley for three and one. She got fouled by Faust as she went over and knocked her down, I guess trying to block her out. Riley got a little bit of oomph on it. The three-pointer is good, and she'll be able to try an old-fashioned an old-fashioned four-point four play. play. Yes. <laughs> I guess that would be a new-fashioned four-point play with the invention of the three-point But the fourth time the first half she's been fouled as she gets a basket. Yep. And that was the field goal. And she makes it 37 to 7, a 30-point lead here in the first half. And Cedar Shoals brings it up. They give it over to Phillips. Phillips gives it over to Latimer. They go to Thompson. Thompson tries to go baseline, and she went down and just lost control and it went out of bounds. Wow. Riley Black with the basketball. She throws it in to Addison Boyd. Addison will dribble up into the front court. 7.30 left here. That, was, that four-point play happened early in the quarter. They tried to go to Caroline and got tipped away. Going to be Jalicia Latimer. Comes the other way. Latimer, crossover dribble, top of the key. Latimer pulls up from 15, knocks it down. Front rim, backboard, and in. 37-9 now, 7-12 in the quarter. They got a big hole to dig out of, do the Lady Jaguars. Addison Boyd gives it to Caroline Bull on the near side. Back to Boyd, back to Caroline. To Riley on the baseline. Riley kicks it back over to Peyton. Peyton, 12-footer, good. Rim, rim, and in. Nice job by Peyton Cable. Jalicia Latimer handles the basketball against Boyd. Jamal Weaver fixing to check back in along with Blakely Boyd. Far side. You got Latimer. Gives it over to Phillips. She goes up for a shot. No good. Rebounded by Sierra. Sierra gives it to Riley. Riley brings it up. Long pass to Cable. Gives it off to Addison. Addison gets it in the corner to Sierra for three. Good. Sierra Yarborough knocks one down. 42 to nine, second quarter, early second quarter from Chester T. Lady War Eagles love his home court, don't they, Michael? Oh, absolutely. Far side is Latimer. Latimer gets it in the corner. Might have got fouled out there. Gets it over to Thompson. Thompson pulls up, 12-footer, no good. Rebound by Black. Black comes the other way. Going to kick it over to Carolina. No, she kicks it over to Peyton. Cable layup is good. Peyton drifted in on this side behind everybody. Nice little quick pass by Riley. To Peyton for the layup. 35-point lead, 547. And it's amazing that you get that big of a lead in the first half. Right? We'll see a short second half. Very short. They come in there, and that's going to be a blocking foul on Peyton Cable. Ty Thompson comes in. Fouls on Blakely. Or, excuse me, Peyton. That's one on Peyton. Weaver coming back in. Weaver comes back in for Cable. Um, Blakely Boyd. That's the Latimer got the pass, inbounds pass, threw up a shot, didn't hit anything, and Sierra gets the gets the carom, goes over here to Riley. Riley will bring it up at 5:39. Riley goes over to Addison. Addison in the corner to Sierra. Sierra tipped out of bounds by Cam Brown of Cedar Shoals with 5:35 and 30. Whoop, we're going to have to reset something. Everything's still running. What's going on here, gang? Reset time. Yeah, everything's running, right? Joe, let me tell you a real quick story. I'll tell you what. For those that are our age, 
Sutton Shirley sounds like Sergeant Carter of Gilmer Pile USMC. <laughs> He's going, move it, move it. <laughs> it is, I love watching Sutton coach. Uh, he sounds a little different than his dad. His dad had a little high voice, a, a little higher voice when he coached back in Sutton the day. Sutton lost his a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He has not, his shirt is not untucked now, but he's got a relatively comfortable lead right now at 35. Well, right. I can tell you who's here at the Lincoln Trail Court uh, Center here is that they do have the right Ethernet line into this clock, so it's like Yes, a, they do. Easier to reset. Carolina yes. will come in for Peyton right there. I know she came in for uh, Addison. Riley Black will throw it in on the far side. Riley. Looking, 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 gets it out to Caroline. Caroline for a long way out, three-pointer short, comes down, and it's going to be off of Chesterty out of bounds. Addison, or Blakely tried to save it. Man alive. If she'd hit that one, that should have been a highlight film too, Mike. She oh, was probably yes. 28 feet from the basket when she let go of that one. That looked like a Joe Gailey shot. Don't do that anymore. Ty Thompson goes to the basket, pulls it back out, gets it to Latimer, Latimer. Goes over to the far side. She kicks it in the corner to Phillips. Phillips doubled up on the far side. Can't get a lot of it. She does. Gives it to Faust. Faust goes in, throws it up wildly, and she's fouled, I think, by Jemiah. Nope, it's going to be number 10, Blakely Boyd, her first. And that will happen. You throw one up wild like that, you, you may end up getting a foul. That's right. Exactly. So number 12, Latimer will be at the line to shoot two. The first one is good. He's got a nice, smooth stroke with that left hand, does Latimer. And they're down double figures. There's 10, 44-10, trying to make it 11. Good, 44-11, 33-point lead, 5-0-7 in the quarter. Caroline Bull brings it up the near side. Caroline got a little bit of a pick from Jemai, gives it to Riley. Riley, Riley got fouled way out front. That was kind of a weird-looking foul. She came up to cover right there, did Latimer, and ran all over that's another foul on Jalicia Latimer, or a foul. It's her first, according to my stats. And the thing she does, too, Joe, that's the fifth time that Riley's yeah. been fouled. Oh, she threw that right through Jemai, but Jemai went back and picked it up. She goes to the basket, left-handed shot, and she traveled with the basketball. Jemai Weaver, a sophomore, and don't you know that Coach Shirley's going to be tickled about having her back oh, for absolutely. two more years. Yes, sir. They bring it up the floor. Going to be Latimer on the near side. Latimer goes to the far side, throws it down to Brown. Brown gets it back over to Phillips. Phillips went to the baseline, gave it back to Brown for a three. Cam Brown knocks down a three. Nice shot. For Cedar Shoals from the right wing, 434. They bring it up. Caroline Bull has it. Caroline went with the screen, trying to get it over to two. Blakely Boyd, they find Riley. Riley, top of the key. She dribbles towards the back. Riley stops, shoots a little jumper, good. Wow, she pulled up from about three foot out. Her girl fell off from her, went up, boom, nothing but bottom on that one, 46-14. Joe, she got the option either shooting or kicking it out there to Carolina. Yep. Messiah Phillips with the basketball, gives it to Latimer. Latimer gives it back out top to Thompson. Ty Thompson dribbles, goes behind the back, tries to take it in, gets it in there low, can't do anything. Riley Black steps in, intercepts. It's one-on-one. Riley's going to go all the way. Oh, she missed the layup. She got a little too hungry on that one, laid it up a little fast. One more half step, she'd have to. <laughs> so get, get her back, ref. <laughs> I see what I'm saying. Blakely Boyd steals it out there. She comes down the court, makes the layup. 30 second timeout by Chester T. Well, it is all War Eagles here in the first half. They will join Cherokee Bluff at North Oconee on Thursday. We'll have both of those games for you 
here on 97.5 Gloria FM. Starting at 4 o'clock, it will be Chesapeake taking on Walnut Grove. Then at 7, it will be Cherokee Bluff against either East Forsyth or North Oconio. Both those games right here on 97.5 Gloria FM. At halftime, I'll be talking with Cassie Scott, victorious girls coach there at Cherokee Bluff as they defeat the Madison County girls 59-43 to in game one. Also, North Hall season came to a close as they were beaten by Walnut Grove 68-46 to over at North Oconee. They had a tough shooting out there, tough third quarter. They were only down by a few at the half and uh, just had a bad third quarter after they got in foul trouble. And uh, they hit four threes in the first half looking at the book that uh, um, they sent me. Coach uh, Miss Mallwood sent me, but I'm telling you what, they, uh, Walnut Grove must have turned it on there in the third quarter. All right, Latimer for Cedar Shoals brings it up, gives it over here to Thompson. Thompson fakes, tries to go back. Jemai almost stole it. Latimer has it. She's going to dribble inside. She pulls over, gives it over to Phillips. Phillips goes inside, and it's going to be an offensive foul on Phillips. Peyton Cable takes the charge. And that's what they can do so well, Joe, is taking charges. Yep. Riley Black will throw it in to Addison Boyd. Addison with 321. Comfortable lead. Addison, far side, get in there and got it over to Blakely Boyd. Blakely threw it a little too long right there. Intercepted or bounced back out there to Phillips between her and Blakely. Forces the hell ball. It'll be Cedar Shoals basketball with 309 in the quarter. Phillips will throw it in. She gets it inside to Latimer. Latimer will bring it up. Jalicia dribbles against Weaver. Loses control. Regains it. Gives it off here to Thompson. Thompson against Weaver. Pulls up from 16. Off the backboard. Knocks it down. She just went straight up and shot it from about a foot outside the free throw line and knocked it down, Michael. 48-18. 30-point lead. Jemiah Weaver gives it to Peyton. Peyton gives it back outside to Addison. Then Addison gives it to Shot it, no good. Riley Black keeps it alive. Peyton Cable back over to Addison. Addison to Jemai. Got it knocked away. It's going to be out of bounds off of number two, Cam Brown. 15 on the shot clock. That'll be all that's remaining here in the quarter. Or on the shot clock, excuse me. We got 2.33 in the quarter. My bad. A couple of folks fixing to come back in. Addison Boyd. Blakely Boyd with the basketball. Blakely trying to go baseline. Throws it way outside. On the far side, they're only going to the side to Peyton. Get knocked out of bound by Masai Phillips. And be three seconds. They'll have to basically almost catch and shoot as Sierra Yarbrough and Caroline Bull come back in the game for Peyton and Blakely Boyd. Riley's going to throw it in. She goes to Jemai. Jemai goes up. Layup good. She shot it with one, caught it, got it under control, laid it up with one. Layup was good. 50 to 18. 50 points by a girls team in the first half, Michael. And that's awesome. a great play there to get things going off the inbound. Number 12, Latimer goes up, wild shot, no good, rebounded by Black. Black's going to take it coast to coast. Layup is going to be good. 159, 52-point lead, 34-point advantage. And she was not going to miss that one. Now, Hernandez, we're getting ready to check back in. Ty Thompson out front, she'll pull up. Gives it back outside to Brown on the near side. Jumper, no good. Rebound far side. Going to be Riley Black gets the loose ball. She takes it. She's going to go all the way. Lay up with the left hand, no good, but a foul call on number four right there. Ty Thompson, and she went in and Ty drew the foul. 
unofficially that six times she's been fouled here in the first half. She's going to the line to shoot two. Peyton Cable will come back in. Free throw by Riley's good. You'll have Hernandez and Peyton Cable coming in. Weaver and Sierra coming out. One more player down here. Looks like uh, Blakely Boyd going to come back in for the Lady War Eagles with 137. Second one's good. 137. Yeah, it's going to be Addison Boyd or Blakely Boyd, excuse me. Back. Blakely comes in for Riley Black. Going to give her a blow for a 137 probably the rest of this quarter, I think. 54-18 is your score. They bring it up in a hurry. They lose control. Get it over here to Latimer. Latimer has it. Throws it way over the head of the intended, I'll call a receiver, Messiah Phillips on the far side, threw it way over her head. And uh, young lady in pink in the first row caught that one. Jess Teal come the other way. Caroline Bull has it. Gives it to Blakely Addison Boyd. Addison way high to Peyton. Peyton catches it and goes up and knocks it off the glass. Good. 56-18. And they're two points away from playing a short second half. See what they do with 109 here. They got a whole Cedar Shoals, of course. Almost knock it away, and they do. Good defense by Blakely Boyd. Addison gets it, goes to Caroline. Caroline went up for the shot, got bumped, no foul called, missed the shot. They come the other way. Latimer comes over here to this side to Harris. Harris goes up and lay up good. 50 points, or 59 to 56 to 20. With 45 seconds left, 30 on the shot clock. Caroline Bull, Caroline, giving go. Peyton Cable shot, going to be short. Comes down. You jinxed him, Mike. Ty Thompson's got the rebound. Ty brings it up the other way. Comes here on the left side. Turns around, and Caroline Bull's right in her face. Latimer back to Ty Thompson. Ty shot a three way short. Going to come down. Look at there. Number 21, Rye Butler, comes away with the, shot, with the rebound. And then you'll have Kayla Harris and Peyton Cable forcing the hell ball. It'll be Chester T's basketball up by 36 with 16.6. Up, 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 up. Yes, Joe. Yep. Uh, they blew the whistle to get the sub in there real quick. Number Joe, 20. Joe's playing referee again. Uh, Lynn, a, a Lynn Robinson came in. They ran point five off the clock, but I don't think they really cared about it at that point. Addison Boyd has the basketball. Blakely came up, set a screen. Caroline's going to shoot a three. He knocks it down. Yeah. 59-20. That's the end of your quarter, a 39-point lead by the Lady War Eagles. A bullseye three to end the first half of play. We're back in two minutes for a halftime show. I'll be talking with Cassie Scott, the head coach of the Lady Bears in Cherokee Bluff here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned at after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins, your representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And we're back here at the Lincoln Trail Court at the home of the War Eagles. It's now, don't kill us. I should say it's known as the Lincoln Trail Center here at Chesapeake High School. Mike Wofford with you here. Joe Gary's taking a break, getting ready for the second half of play as Chesapeake is heading to the state playoffs and to the region semifinals. And joining me is the head coach of the Lady Bears of Cherokee Bluff, whose girls played a great second half, Coach. I, of course, had me worried there in the first half of play by new. In second half, you do the job. Tell me about the game tonight. Oh, you know, we just came out. I think a lot of nerves were up in that first half. Um, last year's situation, we got knocked out in that first round. So I think there was just a lot of feelings there, and we were a lot more anxious than we needed to be. But... You know, I gave them a little bit of tough love, a tough speech at halftime, got in them a little bit, and they responded well and, and came out and finished the way we needed to. And started out the second half with 13-0 run, and the ball game was over at that point. Yeah, we uh, that was just our emphasis is how do we respond when we're our back's against the wall and, you know, we're, we were facing adverse moments. And, um, you know, they I, I will pick my team 100% over anybody at any point but tonight really showed what they could do um when they believe fully what i'm telling them you know coach what i mentioned what i really am impressed with is how you have a freshman a sophomore a junior and a senior out there on the court all contributing for your team yes we uh we do a good job of, of just moving the ball and playing well off each other um i don't think they look at the classification at that point they just know each other's roles and, sure. and they hold each other accountable and i can't ask for anything more than that well, my point is that, is that you've got a bunch of seniors who can do the job, and you've got some younger players who can contribute and play with anybody. Absolutely, and, and that gives us a, a bright future as well and, and keep building off that. And the seniors that we do have, um, you know, they still hold their leadership roles and make sure that everybody's doing their part. And I have a great team that just understands what each of their role is, and, and they do a great job of, of partaking that role. Talking with Cassie Scott, the head girls basketball coach at Cherokee Bluff here at halftime of our second game 
as Chesapeake, one of the best first half you're ever going to see a girls basketball team play here against Cedar Shows. And you talk about roles, Coach. I love the role of, of Caitlin Cook. And it's like, okay, I want her on the court as much as I can. <laughs> right. Caitlin is, she's she's our energy giver. Um, you know, she makes our, our wheels turn. And she's just tough nose as they come. She will go in and battle for the boards. And then she'll come down and, and knock down a tough shot. So she, she gives us a lot um, of energy on there. And, and when she performs, we perform well. She's she's the oil behind the machine. Well, think about performing. I've noticed the difference in the first half and the second half, much better ball movement, Coach. Yeah, uh, that was part of our speech. I think we just got in a little bit of a panic mode, and everyone started going one-on-five, one-on-four, one-on-three, and that's just not our brand of basketball. And once we got back to our brand and what we do and what we've been doing all year, um, that's when we came out and, and handled business the way we needed to. Well, I love the toughness of your team, too. I love seeing Emma back in there coming off an injury and saying how much she wants to play for you. Absolutely. She uh, she tore her ACL, and she's been going to PT, and they cleared her to play, so I have to be smart on my end and give her those spot minutes, but she hits three, four baskets a game, and they're big three, four baskets. So um, tonight, that three that we needed continued that momentum, and, and I appreciate her for that. Absolutely. And the big thing is amazing to me with that knee problem, the way she's going up and down the court like the rest of the girls. It's it's mind-blowing. She's I've never seen an athlete do that. Um, she was back out on the court not even a week after tearing her ACL. So she just told me it's her senior year. She was going to get back out there, and I was going to make sure I could do that the best way possible. Joe mentioned the play of Claire Carlson, and, and her start bowling those threes. It just, it's got contagious for your team. It did. Claire, Claire is someone that we need to shoot, um, and that's what I was telling these guys, the, the girls too. You know, if she goes one for 40, I still need her shooting 39 shots. Um, she's she's who opens and creates things for other players, and I just told her the second half, I needed her to be aggressive, and if threes aren't falling, then you, you get yourself to the basket as much as possible. Uh, we know we got at least three more games for the Lady Bears now, and so tell me about the the – the loss you're not getting ready for the semifinals coming up on Thursday. We're going to have a tough battle. We play the winner of North Oconee and East Forsyth, so um, whoever it turns out to be, we can expect a scrappy game. Um, we go out to North Oconee, so that's just a tough environment to begin with, but we're looking forward to the challenge, and I'm excited for it. I'm right, looking forward to it. We'll see you on Thursday. We'll be there at 7 o'clock to broadcast again. Everybody know, okay? Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you much, Cassie. Cassie Scott, the head girls basketball coach at Cherokee Bluff. They are heading to the state playoffs and to the semifinals coming up on Thursday. Joe and I are back after this two-minute timeout with the second half on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's time for the second half of our game on 97.5 Glory FM. We'll be with you on Thursday at 4 o'clock for the Chesapeake Lady Warriors. They'll take on the Lady Warriors of Walnut Grove at halftime. North Oconee is leading East Forsyth 36-27. Winner of that game will play Cherokee Bluff coming up Thursday at 7 p.m. That game also right here on 97.5 Glory FM. And, but I'll tell you what, that was one of the best first half that you've seen a girls team play. 59 points. That's insane, Michael. 59 points. Yeah, they had a lot of fast break points, but, I mean, 59 points by a girl's team? Oh, my gosh. You know, you, you score that many and a half, you're going you're gonna to win, uh, win a lot of games. That's for doggone sure. Cedar Shoals had to start the second half. Faust gives it over there. Thompson's going to shoot a long three-pointer, just about a step too long, hits the front of the rim. Sierra gets the rebound, gives it over to Caroline. Caroline's going to dribble it up here, and guess what? Number 10, Faust reaches in, knocks it off Caroline Bull's foot. Scores. You had Cam Brown for Cedar Shoals with five. Thompson with four. Maxwell with one. Latimer with four. And Harris led the way with six for the Cedar Shoals Lady Jaguars in the first half. Thompson gives it over the far side to Brown. Brown's going to pull up from the on the baseline. No good. It's knocked out of bounds as Riley Black had the rebound. And number 10, Lanai Faust came in and knocked it away out of bounds. Now Addison Boyd will bring it into the front court in a hurry. Addison back to Riley. Riley goes over to Peyton. Peyton in the middle. Loses her girl. Goes up. Oh, missed the lay a little hard. Didn't get it up high enough on the backboard to give it any chance. It rolled off the rim. Comes the other way. Going to be Faust to Thompson for three. And that time she's fouled on a three-point shot by Sierra Arbor. I don't think Sierra wanted to be that up close to her. But Sierra fouled her. That's her first one. Scoring for Chesity, Sierra Yarbrough had five at the break. Blakely Boyd, six. Four for Jamal Weaver, eight for Peyton Cable, nine for Caroline Bull. And guess how many Riley had? Twenty. Seven. Seven? Twenty-seven. Yes, okay. Twenty. I should have said plus seven. Yes, thank you. Twenty-seven is what she had. And, Mike, they were 13 of 14 from the free throw line in the first half. She hits the first one, does Cam Brown. Number one. Anisio Willis will come in now. Well, they missed that second free throw of the ball game. After that, mm-hmm. all free throws. Well, and, and according to my stats, they're uh, Cedar's six out of seven in the first half. They missed that one. It's th- 59 to 20, so they hit two out of the three. 59-22 here in the third quarter. Riley Black, they kind of opened up the gates right there for her. She missed the layup. She went in and rolled off the rim. Rebounded by Maxwell. Maxwell gives it over to Buck Brown. Brown, far side to Thompson. Thompson, the junior, 
Goes up, two-point shot, a little short, rebounded. Good block out right there by Addison Boyd. Riley comes the other way. Riley has it. She's going to take it all the way in. Layup. She rolled that one off. Wow. She started off that in the first half like that. Missed a couple of shots. Then all of a sudden she got really hot. She may try to do that again in the second half. Who knows? In the corner. Shot from 24. Harris missed it long. It's out of going to be out of bounds as that's where Willis caught it with her foot on the baseline. So trustee will have it. Riley Black will bring it up. She gives it over to Addison Boyd. Addison will bring it in to the front court. Addison taking her time now. Gives it over to Caroline. Caroline's going to spot up, shoot a three, a little long. Rebound knocked out of there by number 11, Maxwell. Maxwell gets it over to Brown. Brown's going to bring it up. She brings it all the way down into the front court. Gives it over to, to Thompson. Thompson gives it over to Maxwell, trying to go baseline. She does. Misses the shot. Knocked out of bounds off of Riley Black. Yeah, you don't want to take your foot off the gas at all. I think that's what yeah. Coach Shirley is telling the girls now. Riley Black. Excuse me. Yeah, going to come out. Yeah, Yarborough came out, and Blakely Boyd went in. Excuse me. Blakely, they throw, Cedar Shoals throws it way over the head, and it's going to be out of bounds as Maxwell can't control it. and It'll be at midcourt, and that's where Addison will take it out of bounds. She'll inbound it to Riley. Riley. We'll bring it up into the front court. They have not scored in the first two minutes and three seconds, has Chester T. Michael. Only been two points. There, Riley goes to the hole. Basket's good. There you go. 61-22, first points of the second half. And Cedar shows you, I guess, just kind of forgot to go pick up the basketball. Coach Sutton Shirley picks it up and throws it over to Cam Brown to throw it in. And then Ty Thompson brings it into the front court, guarded by Caroline Bull. Gives it back to Cam Brown. Cam takes it in, and Cam... She's going to take it in, and she's going to dribble it off her foot out of bounds, and it'll be Chester T's basketball. Now you will have Lanaya Faust and Kariah Butler come back in the game for Cedar Shoals. That's going to be Riley Black with the basketball far right side, kind of clear out. Riley looking to take it, spin move in the middle, goes up and under her layup, good. Now she's two of four in the second half. Missed her first two, made her second two. 63-22, she's got 31, ladies and gentlemen. Shots up, long one the three-pointer, rebound by Peyton Cable. She went up high and took it away. Gave it over to Addison Boyd. Addison brings it up, give it over to Blakely. Blakely goes baseline, kicks it out over to Caroline. Caroline for three, good. Bullseye. 66-22, they're up by 42, 44, excuse me. It took me a moment after you said bullseye, and I said, oh, it's Caroline yes. shot it. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> good call. They throw that one up. No good. That shot was by Faust. No good. Rebounded by Caroline. Gives it to Peyton. Peyton in a hurry to Addison. Addison saves it in. Going to be Peyton Cable gets it. Caroline, open three. Will she hit it? No. Back rim. Comes off. It's going to be a foul on out of bounds. It's going to be a foul on Riley. Oh, over the back, if you will. Her first foul of the game to go along with 31 points. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Caroline Bull out. Jamal Weaver in the game. Latimer in the game for Butler. Four-seater shows. Brown will throw it in to Faust. Faust will dribble up. The senior. The only senior by my glance here on the roster for Cedar. Faust goes up a high arching off the back rim or back glass front rim and knocked it down, Mike. 66-24 66-24 now. Nice little floater there by Lanaya Faust. They did it a couple of times in the game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 
Riley Black goes up for a shot. She missed it. Did she come down? No. Jemiah's trying to fight for the rebound. It's going to be out of bounds. Uh-oh. Off of, well, I thought that it was going to, he said, uh, he, evidently it went off Chesty, even though number 24 Harris wound up out of bounds with it for Cedar Schultz. Interesting. That's going to be Faust. Faust gives it over here to Phillips. Phillips has it. Owen Riley reached in and committed a foul, trying to be a little over-anxious on Latimer right there. That's two on Riley Black, both in this half. And that's the one criticism you give to her is that sometimes she gets a little over-anxious. Mm-hmm. And that's the only criticism I'll give her. Uh, exactly. Phillips throws it in. Deep pass inbounds to Faust. Faust goes in, throws it up. Offensive foul yep. on Faust. And who's she run over? Peyton Cable. She's taking two tonight. Give her one more, Sutton. Hey, Take her out for supper. Take her out for dinner. Quick turnaround this week. they got to play again Thursday. That'll be Caroline Bull comes in for Addison Boyd for Chester T. And Ty Thompson comes back in the game for Faust for Cedar Shoals. But, again, Chester T defeated North Oak County the first time mm-hmm. they played. And, of course, they also defeated East Versailles. So, let's see what they can do on Thursday. Riley Black back to Caroline Bull. Caroline way outside. Gives it to Blakely Boyd. Blakely. Dribbles on the right wing and tries to go inside, and it's going to be knocked away out of bounds. All five. Nope, it's going to be a foul on Cedar Shoals. It's going to be a foul on number two, Cam Brown, her first of the night, and the first team foul in this quarter. What you got to love, though, Joe, they just keep moving it inside. Go into the paint every time. Riley Black goes in, a little floater from 12. No good. Riley struggling a little bit here. She gets her own rebound, goes up, basket's good. Now she's three out of six, three out of seven. So she's still shooting well. 68-24. Yarborough, Hernandez, and Addison Boyd getting ready to check back in for the Lady War Eagles. Latimer with the basketball. Knocked off a Chester T player. Joe, if I could do this, I'll ask Stephen McIntyre, War Eagle TV, if you could send me a text message about who holds the all-time single-game scoring record here at Chester T. She's got to be getting close, Joe. I would think so. You got 33 now. A little turnaround hook shot there by number 24, Harris. She missed that one. They'll come the other way. That's going to be Addison. She gets it to Jemiah. Jemiah going to take it up. Layup's good by Jemiah. Oh, the way they put the ball down court. Pass, pass, pass. Yep. Jemiah. Playing a lot better than they did the first couple minutes of the game, even though they were up. It was kind of, and then Cherokee Bluff was doing the same thing in their game. A little too much dribbling. Harris takes it in. She's going to be fouled as she tries to make it. And I've got a foul on one side. And, oh, got a travel overruled Ooh. by the outside official right there. She traveled with the basketball before the contact was made, according to the center official. For, for, for Cedar, for Cherokee Bluff, for, for Chester T, I'll get it right in a minute. you got to be happy about that overruling. And Cedar Payton, was not upset either. Yep, Peyton Cable takes it in, misses the shot, rebounded. Right there is going to be by Latimer. Latimer comes in a hurry. She's going to take it in there, a little floater right over the front of the rim and in. Wow, 70 to 26 is your score. 70 points in three quarters. That's 11 points in this quarter. An average of 11 to 15 is what you get, but they got 70 and not hardly three quarters, ladies and gentlemen. That's Sierra Yarborough spins top of the key, gives it back off to Peyton. Peyton's going to take it in, layups a little short, rebound far side by Harris. Harris is going to dribble it up by herself. Harris going to try and take it all the way in. She does and made it. She tried to. That was going to be Addison Boyd trying to take a charge, but there was really not much contact, and Harris was able to make the layup. He called that a transition basket, 2-2 two, two straight. Yep, 40, 
42-point lead by the Lady War Eagles. <coughs> Addison board with the basketball, dribbles right side, comes over this side, a little hard pass there. Hernandez comes away with it. Hernandez is going to be dribbled off the foot of Messiah Phillips of Cedar Shoal. And they still keep looking inside, Joe. Yep. Look at the shot chart here for the Lady War Eagles. So many points in the paint. Sierra throws it in the backcourt to Addison. Addison gets it in. She'll throw it over to Peyton. Cable's going to weave. Going down 16-footer. No good. Rebounded by Harris for Cedar Shoals. Harris brings it up. She's going to pull up. She's going to shoot a three. Partially tipped, I think, by Jamiah Weaver that time. Nope. Said it wasn't, wasn't tipped. She just shot it way short and went out of bounds. It'll be Chester's uh, basketball. Just got an update for North Oak County. It's North Oak County 41, East Forsyth 33 in the third quarter. All right, Blakely Boyd, Caroline Bull, Riley Black back in the game. So many of these girls for Coach Sutton Shirley's team are just interchangeable, Mike. It's amazing. 10-1-10 left in the quarter. Caroline Bull with the basketball far left side. She'll bring it to this side. Sierra has the basketball, gives it to... Blakely, Blakely goes up, but she's fouled by Cam Brown. Cam turns around and is like, ooh, I didn't think I committed a foul, Coach, but she must have. That'll be two on Cameron Brown. Well, again, think about it. You're losing, of course, the heart and soul of this team in Riley Black along with Sierra Yarbrough. Well, look who's got coming back. you got Caroline Bull. you got the two boys. You've got Peyton Cable. you got Weaver all coming back next year. Mm-hmm, exactly right. Sophomores, juniors. Oh, they missed a free throw. Oh, my goodness. And they're moving to a new region, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. dropping to region six triple a next year some of the hall county schools in on that one free throws up good they've missed two free throws tonight by my count that makes them 14 out of 50 or uh, 14 out of 16. One two that's 87 and a half percent just let you know buddy the mathematician to my right <laughs> stat master 71 28 under a minute here in the third we'll have a short fourth quarter a six minute quarter Harris with the basketball, left wing, spins in the middle, takes it in, goes up left-handed, underhand layup, no good. Rebound by Riley. Riley go, cutting through traffic, trying to, trying to get hold of the basketball. They steal it from on the far side, does Harris. Harris is going to go in with a layup, and she gets it rolled off, and a foul on Blakely Boyd. Two on Blakely now. I love, I love my pal down there that's official. He, he, as he's coming up, sometimes he gets in the game. It's a, a one-sided one like this, and he has a face to make. Like, I wish I hadn't had to call that, but I did. Fouls on number so-and-so. <laughs> 71-28, 32.4 seconds. That free throw by Harris is good. They've missed two in the game. They are now 6, 7, 8, 9 out of um, 11. Second free throw. Oh, now they're nine out of twelve. It's out of bounds off of Cedar Shoals. And, and thanks after that to Mount Hollis the East for side sending these scores of their game. Aileen Robinson back in the game. She's going to come in for Kayla Harris. Caroline Bull with the basketball right here. Caroline guarded. Excuse me, by Robinson. Caroline going to run the clock down. 17 left on the game clock. <laughs> Caroline Bull dribbles, 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 and there's no count, there's no count going on. Oh, and it messed up right there, and it's going to be out of bounds off of Chester T. Is her Riley Black collided right there. Well, Naya Faust will come back in the game with 4.1. 
here in the third quarter. Yeah, Bowles well, impressive when you're going to see anything play. They're getting, making sure that the, um, what we call them, the um, uh, uniform police. Yes. Um, making sure everything's tucked in. Over, the fashion, over the fashion, fashion police, that's it. They get in with 2.9. Brown shoots one. It's knocked away. Riley comes away with it. 71-29 after three. Six minutes away from heading to the state playoffs with the Lady War Eagles. We're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. In time to start the fourth and final quarter. Chester Teal have it. Starting with six minutes on the clock. They'll run it down. Jamai Weaver has the basketball. Jamai has it knocked away from behind. Kim Brown's going to go the other way in a hurry. I'll get the line up in a minute to Chester T. They go down the court. Amanda Nunez, I think, with a new play. Amanda Nunez commits a foul. You got Amanda Nunez. You have Miranda Hernandez. Um, Jamai Weaver. Lexi Moss and Kyla Sims all in the game for Chester T. Oh, they missed a free throw. That was Cam Brown missed a, missed a free shot. We'll get one more. Second free throw. Dribbles three times. Shot up. Good. She knocks that one down. One out of two. And come the other way. 71 to 35, 43 in the quarter. Sims with the basketball. Sims. Sims is trying to come over to this side. Gives it off to Hernandez. Hernandez way out front. Guarded against Harris. Harris gives it over here. Gives it off to Nunez. Nunez goes in. Shot up. No good. Rebound. Corralled by Cedar Shoals. Brown on the far side has it. Brown comes the other direction. Gives it over here. Gives it to Faust. Faust goes up. Little jumper from inside the lane. No good. Knocked out of there by Faust. Out to Brown, and that three-pointer is good. Uncontested as she knocked it way out there. That's going to be good. Three-pointer, 71-33. Kyla Sims with the basketball. Kyla, spin move. She's on the right wing. Kyla's waiting to see what she can do with it over there. Ryla. Now we've got a timeout, 32nd by Sutton Shirley. All right, Joe just got the word. The, the single-game point record at Chester T. High was set by Peyton Robertson. The all-time leader before Riley Black. She had 37 points in one game. Ah. So, so Riley's right at it. Yep, she has uh, 33, I think, by my count. Right, she needs four to, to tie the the mark there. If that be the case, we'll check with the score here in a few moments. <clears throat> but also, Riley's going to become the first 
person ever to score 2,000 points for Chester T. High, boys or girls. Well, and they, and more basketball to play. Yeah, Riley, you may not see Riley anymore tonight. I think with his comfortable lead, you may just see the rest of the girls. Jamal Weaver gets a breakaway. That kind of cleared out. Jamal went in and got the layup. She got the ball outside the, the three-point line there and just went in with the left hand, got the layup. They go the other direction. That's fast. They go up. Jamal tips it away. That's going to be Sims knocks it away. Nunez had it. Knocked away. Nunez fighting for it. And it's going to be knocked away by Harris. Harris is going to come the other way for Cedar Shoals. Harris in the corner to Brown for three. No good. Rebound by Weaver. Nunez and, or excuse me, Weaver and Hernandez fighting for it down there. And it's going to be a hell ball as Harris battled in there for it. It'll be out of bounds uh, to Cedar Shoals. Latimer will come back in. She's going to come out for Kayla Harris. <clears throat> Kayla, actually, she must be going to be sick or something. She's having to go out there. Yeah, she's going to be sick. She had to run out to the, well, the little hallway out yonder. Cedar shows with the basketball. Faust has it. She spins right into Hernandez and going to be a, what have we got? Okay, Hernandez picks up a foul. I don't see that one, but, hey, she turned around. Uh, Hernandez was right there. Faust hit the shot. They're going to say the shot was good. She's going to try and complete the old-fashioned three-point play now. Joe, meanwhile, East for South coming back 48-44 now, North Oconee. Go read Tipton's team. They come the other direction. Jemiah Weaver running the show out front. Jemiah going to take it all the way. She got open again, made the layup with the left hand again. Jemiah. With two more shots, she's got eight points now. She's been averaging four. She's doubled her per average. That's going to be a wild shot right there by Faust. She missed it. And number 11, Maxwell got the rebound. Went up, no good. Weaver's going to come away with it after the rebound from Lexi Moss. Lexi Moss down on the low block. Jemai has it. Jemai looking to go. She gives it down the corner to Nunez. Nunez trying to drive the baseline. She was going to go in and shoot it. It got wrapped down and knocked around by Cedar Shoals. They'll come the other way by Faust. Faust will have it knocked out of bounds from behind. And it will be Cedar Shoals basketball. Maxwell will come out, and Butler will come back in for Cedar Shoals. He'll throw it in deep. Cedar Shoals will comes in to Thompson. Thompson against Nunez. Thompson comes in, a little floater out front, no good. Knocked around. Weaver trying to get a hold of it. She goes down on the floor, knocked away, and then Thompson. Procedure gets the ball over here to Faust. Faust, a three-pointer, no good. Rebound comes down and is fought over between Faust and Butler, and it will be Chester T's basketball. And Joe is thinking the big thing is the Lady War Eagles have to win Thursday night to play back here at the Lincoln Trail Center once again yep. coming up next week. They sure do. Double dribble up. That's going to be Kyla Sims dribbling in the front court. Kyla. Dribbling, going towards the basket, and bumped out front by number 12, Jalicia Latimer, her second. It'll be out of bounds as that is the first foul on Cedar Shoals here the fourth quarter. Again, the only team to defeat Chesapeake this season in region play was Cherokee Bluff, who won the first game of our doubleheader this evening. Yep. They might wind up playing again Friday night. Love to see it. Mm -hmm. 
That happened to Cedar, uh, uh, Cherokee Bluff would play at home too, wouldn't it? Correct. Yep. Yes. They get it inbounds to Lexi Moss, far side, right outside to Hernandez. Hernandez going in for the layup, missed it. Rebound by Moss. She goes up. Good! Lexi Moss, the freshman, tips in the offensive rebound. Lanaya Faust brings it, or excuse me, that's Latimer brings it up. Latimer, 232 and a quarter. Gives it off to Brown. Brown. From the baseline, no good. Nunez trying to get the board. Fought over, fought over. Finally gets knocked out there to Maxwell for three. She banks it off the backboard for a three-pointer. How about that? They keep hitting it off the bank. Yeah, 77-38. They're up by 39. Chester T is. Sims got to get it across. She's not going to. Nope, they're not going to get it across. That's a 10-second right there. And the back referee that was the lead official gets that. They could not get it up right there. She started three times, did Kyla Sims, and got cut off. Good defense by Cedar Schultz that time. Caleb Harris will come back in. She's going to come in for Jalicia Latimer. Stay tuned after the ball game. We're going to have a special presentation. Cam Brown will throw it in. She gets it in to Ty Thompson. Thompson. With a floater from about 10, no good. Rebound as Nunez goes after it, and it's going to be a hell ball between Nunez, Sims, and, or Moss, excuse me, and number 24, Kayla Harris. Joe, over North Oak County going to the fourth quarter now. They stretch the lead. That's 55-46, Lady Titans. Back up to nine. Knock it in bounds. That's going to be Faust with the basketball. She's on the baseline. Runs by, and they're going to call a foul after she ran over Jemiah Weaver. Now they're going to have a foul on number 12, Miranda Hernandez. Tried to stop her right there. She went up for the shot, did Faust, and got the foul call on Miranda Hernandez. First free throw is way short. Wow. Again, Joe, I'll be with you 4 p.m. for the Cherokee Bluff Walnut Grove game. Then at seven with Chesapeake against either North Oconee or East Forsyth. Giselle Maxwell back in the game. First free throw or second free throw by Faust is no good. Rebound comes off. Jemai's trying to track it down. She does, but she's trapped in the corner. She gets it over here to Kyla Sims. Kyla trying to beat her up the floor. She does. She has it in the front court. Kyla lost control. Jemai's behind her, picks it up. Jemai going to take it to the rack. She got fouled by number 21. That's Kariah Butler, her first. She'll yeah. toot two. Joe's about to say, buddy, too, the, these reserves, one thing I didn't see them doing that the starters do is going down to the paint, but that time they did. Yep. Went to the rack, as you said, and, and got the foul. Well, Jemiah did the first couple of times she got in there this quarter, and then uh, she hadn't touched it. They were trying to let some of the younger girls take it and go with it. They've tried to, and they pass it back over to Jemiah. Jemiah hits the first free throw. The second one's up. Mm, rolls off. No good. And look at... Uh, there's number 22, Lexi Moss, coming in there and tipping it out of bounds. Good job by Lexi. 40-point lead. 130 left in the game. Chester T will win in advance, and that's this time of year. That's what you want to do, win in advance. Comes over here to Maxwell. Maxwell goes in. She gets fouled as she goes up for the shot. I think it's going to be on Weaver or might be on Moss. Going to be on number 23, Jemiah Weaver. That'll be her third. And number 11. Giselle Maxwell will be at the line for two. Maxwell's first free throw. Good shot. Nothing but net on the first one. 
Maxwell, second shot. Junior wears number 11. Shot is up. No good. It's the backboard hard and the rim hard. Comes off. They got the rebound, but then number 21, Sims, steals it. Sims comes the other way in a hurry. Gets knocked away over here. Hernandez comes away with it. Over to Nunez. Nunez for three. She'll be way long with it. He's going to be over there to Faust. Faust comes up in a hurry. Gives it over to Harris. Harris goes up for a short jumper. No good. Tipped out. Hernandez with it. Hernandez going to come the other direction in a hurry. Hernandez short. Jumper layup. Good. Coach Sutton Shirley voicing his approval on that layup by Miranda Hernandez. They go up. That was number 10. Fast went up for the layup. No good. Second shot on the far side by Maxwell. No good. Jemai Weaver comes away with it. Jemai dribbles up the near side. Jemai. Oh, Jemai couldn't hardly get control of it. It's going to be out of bounds off of Cedar Shoals. Messiah Phillips will get it. We'll come back in. She's going to come in for Kariah Butler. And then Anissa Willis. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yep. Again, they, Joe's playing referee. Yeah, uh, well, they had the official. The outside official didn't see it. The center official didn't see it. I saw Anissa wanting to come in the game. The, the official handed the ball and saw it, blew his whistle in time to get her in before they had a lot of confusion and six people on the court. Nice pass. In fails to Lexi Moss for the easy layup off the bottom block. 82 to 39, Michael. 59 of those in the first half. Oh, my goodness. Holy cows, I say. Come over to this side. Faust gives it over to Harris. Harris for three. Short. Hits the rim. Out of bounds. Off of Willis. 9.7 seconds. They can actually stand in the backcourt and don't have to do anything. They're going to get in, I think, going to try to get it into Weaver. And Jemai won't get it. They'll steal it. Faust has it. Faust is going to pass it over on the far side. Layup by Phillips is good. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to throw it in or anything. That'll be the end of your ballgame. 82-41 here's your final. They doubled them up. Yep. They will advance on to the semifinals. They're heading to the state playoffs. Joe and I are back and wrapping it up for you after this two-minute break on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 
This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And back here at Chesapeake High School at the Lincoln Trail Center, what a great presentation in the ball game is Riley Black surpassed two incredible accomplishments. She had her 1,000th career rebound this evening and 2,000th career point. It's hard to get 1,000, buddy, but to have 2,000 points with more games to play is just incredible. As Riley Black, the all-time leading scorer in Chesapeake history, congratulations to Riley. Again, they'll play at least three more games. They'll play on Thursday at 7 p.m. at North Oconee High School in Bogart. Joe and I will be there to bring you the play-by-play here on 97.5 Glory FM. Then they'll play on Friday in the finals, hopefully for a championship to repeat as eight quad A champions. Then they'll be back in action next Tuesday. They went on Thursday. They're back here next Tuesday in the opening round of the state playoffs as the top two teams from the region will be at home in the opening round of the state playoffs. Along with Joe Galen, Mike Warford with you here back at courtside at the Lincoln Trail Center. And Chesapeake with an 82-41 victory over the ladies from Cedar Shows. Last time they'll play in this situation because Cedar Shows will stay in quad A while it will be Chesapeake dropping down to the new region 6 AAA coming up next year. And, again, they had to win on Thursday to play at home. They still will make the same playoffs. You'll play Thursday, Friday, and next Tuesday in your next three ball games. And, Joe, I'll be with you hopefully for all three of those games. Again, we'll be with you. At 7 p.m. for that game, they'll play either North Oconee or East or South right now. I just got a score update, and it is seven-point lead for North Oconee as we speak. So it could be North Oconee and Chesapeake playing at the 7 o'clock game. The 4 o'clock game Joe and I will have for you will feature Walnut Grove, which defeated North Hall. They will take on Cherokee Bluff with a very impressive second half to defeat Madison County this evening, 55-43. to 43. And Joe's back with some yep. final totals. I am. For Cedar, excuse me, Cedar Shoals, Ty Thompson had four. Giselle Maxwell had two. Messiah Phillips had two. Six for Jalicia Latimer. Uh, seven for Lania Faust. Nine for Kayla Harris. Eleven for Cam Brown. They finished with three three-pointers and 11 of 19 from the charity stripe. For Chester T, Sierra Yarborough, five. Blakely Boyd, seven. Peyton Cable, eight. Uh, four for Lexi Moss. Eleven, Jemiah uh, Weaver. Two for Miranda Hernandez. Uh, Twelve for Caroline Bull. And 33 for Riley Black. And as y'all heard, she surpassed the 2,000-point mark this evening. They were 15 of 18, Michael, from the free throw line and five three-pointers. They... Um, Came out in the first quarter was 33 to nine. We corrected that 33 to nine after the first quarter, 59 to 20 at halftime, 71-29 after three in the finals, 82-41. Double them up, but uh, just an outstanding first half by the Lady War Eagles. Coach Shutton Shirley advances on to the semis this week. I think they accomplished most everything that Coach 
Sure, he's told me at halftime of the game with Cherokee Bluff. He said, don't get to a quick start. And then really did everything they wanted him to do, I think. Well, they did. You know, you look, you go back and uh, look at the, they were up, um, they were up by, you know, 14 and 15 and wound up being up by 24 at the after first quarter, 33 to 9. All right, so just got an update from Matt Hollis. Three and a half minutes to go at North Oconee. It's the Lady Titans, 59, East Versailles, 56. Wow. So go Broncos. Well, Reed, Reed Tipton's group's trying to hang in there and win that rascal down there. I, you know, uh, we like Reed. I got to talk to him a good bit at North Hall this week when they played. And uh, like Reed a lot and, and, and wish them a lot of luck. Hope they can win that, pull that one off. be nice to see another team from this side Bingo. playing down there in this week. You'll see a North uh, sub-region team win and advance on. And, yep. again, a local team here locally with East Versailles. Uh, so it would be great to see. we got Cherokee Bluff and Chesapeake so far. Uh-huh. Now we can see we get uh, the girls from East Versailles because we've got the top two teams from this side, top two seeds. And now they're trying to do the same thing on the other side. As Walnut Grove was number two seed advancing. They only they want to see if North Oconee do the same thing. You know, from that standpoint, you expect the top four teams, the best two on each side, to advance on. But we'll see now what East can do the, here in the last three minutes of the ball game. And they'll play the winner of that game. will play the winner of Chester with the Chester coming up on uh, Thursday night. So, yep. Yep. Hopefully they have a boys team or two to go along with our doubleheader coming up on Thursday from North Oconee. Yep, we'll be with you tomorrow night to have two probably exciting basketball games from Cherokee Bluff. Is we'll have uh, North Hall boys playing the early game and Cherokee Bluff playing the late game. Hopefully, yep. both those guys can win those tomorrow night. That'd be great to see again tomorrow. Joe and I'll be with you from Cherokee Bluff starting at 5:45. The pregame show tip off at six of the first boys game as North Hall will go up against Madison County, and then at 7:30, the second half for doubleheader will feature the Cherokee Bluff boys as they'll be in action against Walnut Grove, which defeated Cedar Shoals back on Saturday evening to advance on to the state playoffs. And so Chester T wins by a final score of 82-41. Riley Black surpasses the 2,000-point mark in her career and the 1,000-rebound mark in her career. We'll have them playing Thursday night at 7 p.m. right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thanks, everyone, here at Chester T High from Athletic Director Dave Bishop. To Stephen McIntyre, War Eagle TV, thank you very much for teaming up with us this evening. That'll do it for us here on 97.5 Glory FM. For the entire sports team, for our producer, Nathan Laddie, and for Joe Gailey and for everyone at War Eagle TV, I'm Mike Warford. You've been tuned to high school basketball for the region's 8 quality basketball tournament here from Chesapeake High. Good night, everybody. This has been High School Playoff Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Tonight's game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. Join us next time for more great playoff basketball action on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio.